We are live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the second Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate. And today they're going to talk about essential kitchen tools for your vegan and raw kitchen and tell you about a special offer that's going on right now to get Lissa's amazing new hand salad book, Never Before Seen. Please welcome to the show, Lissa and Nate. Nice to see you guys again. Guys. Thank you. Thank Chef you so AJ. much. Yeah, we love being on. Feeling great. Lissa and Nate's always one of our favorite Tuesdays of the month, that's yes, for sure. Definitely. Episode five. Here we are. Episode five. Is wow. How, it ha how has the year flown? I know. It sure has. I saw a, a a post earlier today, and they were like, "How has it been five months? The year only started two weeks ago." Yeah, really. <laughs> I know it. It's like you could say, "All right, cool." So that's going to be about a year from now, which is in about three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes by so fast. So yeah, thanks for having us on. We've got the raw vegan kitchen essential spread laid out, and so that was my contribution to the bundle this year was the raw vegan kitchen essentials course. And Lissa has her amazing hand salads book in the Raw Vegan Bundle. And you guys also have your collaboration, you and yes. Chef Yin. That's going to be a, a game yeah. changer. Rush Chef Yin was on yesterday and said she made the stuffed mushrooms and she loved them. Oh, yeah. Amazing. That recipe is so good. Yeah. Yep. There's so many good ones. Well, we did the tomato, the creamy tomato yep. rice, last, rice and beans. Last week we were on your uh, show sharing that That's one. right. That's a good one too. So make it raw too. We've got the collaboration book, which is exclusive to the raw vegan bundle, which is a, a basically like a collector's edition. Everybody, well, not everybody, but there's 37 different chefs from around the world who all contributed their favorite appetizer recipes to this book. That is in the raw vegan bundle. Mm -hmm. Yep. 40 things worth over $1,800, all raw. All brand new, and it's all yours for 50 bucks. Just click just, the link in the bio it's just or in the description. <laughs> yeah, in the description. Yes. Sweet. So, so good. So good. So, yeah, let's get digging in here. So, yeah, the course that I put together um, that is in the Raw Vegan Bundle is a video course, and it's broke up into different modules. And basically, I was thinking, sitting back thinking, like, what, it, what would I have liked when I first became uh, someone following a raw vegan diet? Because I was looking for, what do I need? I keep hearing about certain things that people are talking about to use to make their recipes, a high-speed blender, uh, a mandolin, a spiralizer. A dehydrator. A dehydrator. Now, some of these things, I had kind of a little idea or a little inclination of what they actually were, but it was really tricky to, to find someone telling me, hey, get this, you're going to need this. Get this, you're going to need this. So that's why I put this course together is to hopefully help someone who is looking to add more fruits and vegetables. You know, I mean, realistically, like we we're saying, this would be all these tools can be really handy no matter what diet you follow. But for the raw vegan chef, mm -hmm. I feel like these, these sorts of tools that we'll go through just a few of them here today are really handy, really beneficial in so many ways. So yeah, that was basically the inspiration behind building this course. And uh, what we could do today is we can kind of break it down into somewhat the same layout as it's done in the course, talking about the essentials. Because really, I'm like looking at this, I'm like, what does a raw vegan really need? Like <laughs> a raw vegan really just needs a knife and a cutting board, right? Technically, yeah. Yeah. Right? 
And then, you know, you venture into like the blender because I think out of all the appliances, we use the blender the most. Yeah. And yeah, that would probably be the best. You have knife, cutting board, your bowls, your forks, and a blender, yeah. really. And then when you venture into other stuff, you get more creative. Right. But basically, like that's really all you need. I know. In so many ways, the knife, the cutting board, and like she's saying, the bowl and the fork, because after you cut up, say, your papaya or your melon or you know, uh, whatever it may be, your salad, you need to have something to put it in and something to eat it with, right? So a, a knife, a cutting board, a bowl, and a, and a fork, a spoon is pretty handy as well. <laughs> All those are really basic. Most people have those in their kitchen. And that, I, I feel, in a, in a lot of ways, is the essentials. And that's kind of one of the things that we like to bring with us when we travel is we've got a, a Rubbermaid Tupperware container. Well, it's not a Tupperware. I guess Rubbermaid and Tupperware, that's two different brands. Yeah. Basically, it's just a, a container with a lid that we can keep in our vehicle filled with a few of those, these different items that we like to have with us. When we do travel, we're able to just grab that container, bring it into the Airbnb or to the, to the hotel room or whatever, but it's the essentials that we bring with us. Yeah. So what I have, you want to grab it, babe? I've got yeah. the essentials. Take them back over here, and All we'll right. go through each individual piece, of course, here on the counter. But let's break into these essentials, right? So we have a cutting board, right? Most people know what a cutting board is and how to use the cutting board. And these are really nice. These aren't necessarily real um, forgiving on your blade because they're pretty thin, right? And then of course, you've got your hard like uh, bamboo cutting board. This is a really handy piece of equipment to have in the kitchen. I like using the flexi cutting boards because after you cut up something, you can just kind of Grab yeah. the whole thing, fold it, and pour it into your bowl. I love that about those. Right? It makes it so much easier. You're not like scraping it off the wood. So, I mean, it depends. Like, some people don't like that. Some people like the wood instead, but we're just offering options. Well, the wood is nice too. Like, if you are laying out something, you know, maybe, maybe you've got a bunch of fruit laid out. It's real pretty, like, or you want, you have some appetizers. It's nice to be able to serve up, or if you need to actually move something real quick in the kitchen, make room for something else. A hard cutting board is pretty nice to be able to use as well. Yeah. So but basically, these are our favorite, these flexi cutting boards. They're super cheap. You can find them in all different areas. You want to make sure that it's a, you know, BPA free, you know, of course, is, is better. And But those are so handy. And then, of course, the knife, right? So the knife, and what I like about uh, this particular knife is the sheath, right? Now, this knife actually didn't come with the sheath. This knife actually didn't have a sheath. And it's such a nice knife, but it's identical to the knife that came with the sheath. <laughs> and the, the knife that came with the sheath was basically $5. And this is about three or $400. And honestly, I know, you know, people who maybe are very into knives or collecting knives might cringe at this, but it's really hard to tell the difference between a $5 knife and a $400 knife is if the blade is sharp. That's the main thing is keeping your blade sharp. So I really feel that a sheath is really nice to have for your knife because it's easy to handle, or I mean, uh, take traveling. If you do need to slip it into your uh, silverware drawer, it's not gonna mess up your sharp, beautiful blade. And then of course, the sharpener. This is kind of like the training wheels of sharpeners. <laughs> you just kind of drag your knife back and forth on this stone. That's the way this one works. There's some where you just drag them through. And I'm just now learning <laughs> about the whetstone sharpening. So I don't really know very much there, but I know that is the best way to sharpen a knife. But for those people who are, I mean, I've been using this, this very sharpener for over five years. It's so awesome. You just run through basically like every morning, 
and the knife is nice and sharp for the day. Um, and of course, you know, just that alone, knife sharpening, there's, it goes so deep. <laughs> yeah, there's like, you could do a whole course, course on it. Um, and I like that quote that says a sharp knife knife is a safe knife. Yes. So it's it's good to have a sharp knife to stay safe. Absolutely. So that's another reason why a sheath is nice is because after you honed in your edge and or the blade, right? The it, you want to keep it sharp, and so keeping it in a in a cover is really nice. So yeah, then we're we've got bowls. So I've got four bowls here, and I wanted to just kind of show you the variation of sizes. Look at the sizes here. So we've got all different sizes. That is kind of like your typical dinner salad bowl, or maybe like a little soup bowl or cereal bowl. That's a real common size of bowl. Most people have a bowl like that. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a bowl like this. And if you see the variation of these two sizes, say for the raw vegan. <laughs> who eats a this, lot like of, nothing, it's a snack. this this is a very very nice little serving bowl for like maybe some microgreens or some ice cream, nice cream. Yeah. Or like some cut up tomatoes or onions and you're just having it to serve out of. But as far as utilizing it as the bowl that you want to eat your salad out of, it's nice to have a bigger size bowl because when you're eating raw fresh fruits and vegetables, they're not very calorically dense. So you have, you have to, to eat more. To eat more. <laughs> and as you see here, these two different sizes of bowls, we actually were using a bowl like this size and making our salad in it, but we would make it so big, like over the top, that it was really tricky to mix it mm -hmm. and get the dressing all over it. So we started using a bigger bowl and this bigger bowl, Actually, just basically our salads got bigger. <laughs> and, then we, and then we couldn't mix it in this one, so we had to use this. So then we got the actual mixing bowl. And I don't really recall how many cups or what size this is, but it's this size, as you guys can see. <laughs> now, these can be purchased at different areas on Amazon or like Winco or Costco. You can order these kinds of bowls. I think you you got your dad gave yeah my bowl. dad found one at a garage sale and he's like I got you a big bowl to mix your salads in so, so this is a really nice bowl we will sometimes make our salads and then toss them in here mm -hmm. and then just use I've got the tongs over there babe under the strainers right so these are really handy too there's some mixing spoons right most people know what salad mixing spoons are like so we use these pretty much every day we'll use them again today with this big mixing bowl so these here now of course you don't need to have this <laughs> this just makes it very nice and handy especially if you have like a bunch of friends coming over and you want to make a big salad it's such a nice bowl i find that i miss this bowl when we do travel some places because i'm like dang we have to mix the dressing in our regular serving bowl yeah but it just makes it nice yeah for bowls having different size bowls is very awesome as a raw vegan because again we're eating more volume yeah to get enough calories man so yeah <laughs> and then of course you know we were talking about the fork and the spoon right so i really like bamboo forks it's just nicer if you do bite down. I've chipped my tooth kind of biting down before sliding the fork out of my mouth. And I've chipped my front tooth on a metal fork. A it's been a long yeah. time, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start using a wood fork for eating my salad. That's perfect. And of course, if you use metal, just be careful. But I really like the bamboo wooden fork. And when you switch over, you get used to the bamboo wood sensation of yeah. eating with the wood. Because at, at first, like, 
when I met you, you were using the wood. Well, there was there's yeah. different kinds of wood finishes too, right. and there's some wood that's more natural, and it's like that popsicle stick, which is oh, like yeah, yeah. fingernails on a chalkboard. <laughs> I can't handle having that kind of a feeling of wood in my mouth, and we actually have some forks like that, mm -hmm. and I don't like using them. These ones here have a like a nice kind of a finish on them, and I don't know what they finished it with. I should know this. Hopefully it's safe for us. I'm sure it's probably fine. Safe, yeah. It's got to be food safe, but these are really nice wooden forks. Um, and then of course there, you got the wooden spoon. This is, this is his favorite spoon of all the spoons. As you can tell, it's kind of discolored. It's longer. I really like the length of it. It's a nice long spoon. I have tried and tried to find this spoon. I cannot find it. Um, it's an A cook, A K. C O O K A Cook um, brand, and I just love it. I'm gonna have to like maybe sand it and and give it some some new oil here again. But this is amazing. And he likes it too because it goes into the blender, so he right. can have his nice cream. I can reach. <laughs> he doesn't I, even have to take it out of the blender. I can reach right down into <laughs> and just eat right out of here my nice cream. So well, speaking cool. of nice cream, uh, how's that going with the Ninja Creamy? Oh my gosh. So to be completely transparent, really honest, it is still right over there on the kitchen table in the box, untouched, because really I wanted to be able to unbox it and be able to make like content about it, like mm -hmm. unboxing it and, you know, setting it up, maybe make a YouTube video about it. So I haven't even touched it because we've been so focused on the ultimate Rob vegan bundle and all the lives and everything. So I wanted to give it proper attention, <laughs> attention that it deserves. And I'm just like too scattered right now to focus on uh, doing anything with it. But definitely, <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as this bundle's over, I'm, I'm actually planning, my, my plan is this weekend. Because mm -hmm. the bundle ends Thursday, you guys, for everybody tuning yes. in. Two days left. That's it. And but, then the raw bundle will be gone until 2024. Right. Ends Thursday night, mm -hmm. 11 p.m. PST. Uh, midnight. Midnight. Yeah, midnight. Okay, that's nice. That's mm -hmm. easier. Midnight Thursday, it's gone forever, never to return. It's the, one of the best deals you can get. So be sure to click the link, go to the website, look at the video, see what's involved and how to download everything. You have all these products forever. It's amazing. So yeah, as soon as the bundle's over, Ninja Creamy's on the on the front stand. It's it's definitely on the it's on the it's coming on the front burner. It's on the second burner right now. <laughs> we don't cook anything, but that's you know a term that I feel most people will understand. So what we've got here is a spoon. This is a grapefruit spoon. And for those of you who eat grapefruit, probably know about the grapefruit spoon. It basically just has some like almost like serrated edges, but they're not real sharp along the tip. So it just makes it easy to just slide your, your spoon in and then just give it a turn this way and a turn that way. And then there's your piece of grapefruit right in between the membrane. I'm like getting yeah, my mouth watering just thinking about it. So I feel that, that these tools here are very essential in my life and I'm just sharing my perspective of course with you guys here today these are great tools another thing that I really like about the grapefruit spoon and that like slightly serrated edge is that if you guys get the bundle and you get the make it raw you download the make it raw ebook with the stuffed mushrooms that Yin made I use the grapefruit spoon to to cut the center of the mushrooms out it works really, really I do that too Great minds. It's so good. Yep. Great tip. Yep. 
Absolutely. So it can be used for other things than what it was actually designed <laughs> for. But I mean, that's what's so cool with some of these tools is you find that it really works well for certain things. So yeah, and I've listened to that several times to scrape out the mushroom because you can get a nice, even, yeah. you, you get more space in the mushroom, just put more of the filling, which the filling is delicious. You want more <laughs> of that filling. And I personally really appreciate that because I don't really like mushrooms. I'm not super crazy about mushrooms. And so I like them when they are a little thinner. I don't like a real meaty mushroom all the time, once in a while, but it's always, even since I was a little kid, it's always had a thing with mushrooms. I do eat them, but yeah. So anyways, whatever the case is, those are handy. So then we get into after the essentials, like in the course, I'm explaining these things, you know, and maybe talking about the rags. Oh, yes. The rags are also, I feel like, very essential. You want to keep your stuff clean, right? Keep your knife clean, keep everything clean, wipe your cutting board down. So we've got, these are Norwex rags. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Norwex rags, but just do a search. These are great rags. They're a microfiber with backlock in them, meaning they're made with silver. Yeah. So it helps with any kind of bacterial growth. You know, you still have to wash them. But what's nice is you don't need like crazy strong cleaners. You just use water, wipe it down. And I love it. And since we moved over to the Norwex, um, we have, we used to both in our past lives, <laughs> we used to use a lot of paper towel. And so switching over to these, because like we, we invested in them, we got to learn about why they're really good. And also like, it's a very high quality microfiber. So there's less like, um, I don't say leakage, but like the, the fibers, there's less fibers that are damaged when during washing, but you can also get something called a guppy bag. And guppy bags are bags that you can put microfiber things like cloths and stuff in which actually traps any of the microfibers that leave like the, there's some really cheap microfibers out there like at the dollar store and stuff and those ones are not really good quality so there's a lot of microfibers that end up in the water supply but if you have a guppy bag and you can put all of your cloths into the guppy bag and then throw the guppy bag into the washer and you can wash all your rags in there and you don't get as much of the yeah. the microfibers uh going the, into the, the dust water. Crop or yeah. something. Yeah, because you can just picture how fibers of that would naturally start to wear off. Mm -hmm. But yeah, these have been really amazing. This one that Lissa's holding is just a little washcloth that's got a nice texture to it. We use these to wash our dishes. We just add a little mm -hmm. soap to it, scrub up our jars or silverware, bowls and different things. And it soaks up like four times the amount of water yeah. of uh, a paper towel of the same size. So they're like the size of those like little half pairs. Yeah, I love yeah. them so much. Me too. I mean, really the only time that we tap into the paper towels, which we've had the same roll that's on the fridge that we've been working on. <laughs> For two years. I think actually, yeah. maybe we opened it here. I'm like, did we move I with know, it? right? We might've moved with it. It was already, <laughs> we were, Either way, we barely use paper towels. Paper towels are great though for like a really messy spill and you just don't want to get all your, your rag all dirty or maybe you have to wipe something off the floor. So, you know, we still do use paper towels, but our whole household is full of these Norwex for our bath towels and, and different things. But these are very handy. I feel like a towel, a good high quality rag, a washcloth or something like that is nice because sponges get real funky. And now of course, 
Uh, a trick that we used to do is we used to, I know some people will boil their sponge and that would be a better way to go about it than microwaving your sponge. But we used to microwave the sponge just to kill all the bacteria and pathogens and whatever's growing in there. You know, they smell like funky right. after a little while. Well, what's cool is after we use the rag, like if I wash dishes for the day and then I clean the sink, that rag goes in the dirty clothes and we just grab another one. So we're using fresh cloths every day, but I feel that these are so so important in so many ways because it's really important to keep your stuff clean yeah so next thing i'm thinking Mm. you know something very simple what were you thinking i don't know i was thinking the vitamix because that's like vitamix is epic that's kind of one of those really important appliances that we use every single day blending our smoothies blending our dressings if we make a raw soup or even Blending the wraps, right? Because we blend the wraps, the wraps in the hand salads ebook that you can get in the bundle right now. You just, you blend it in the blender and you pour it into the trays. And we could probably talk about those if we talk about them right here too. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll talk about that later. But the blender is so essential. Mm. Like it gets us our smoothies, our dressings, our soups, our wraps. Like it's part of our day day so i would say that's next (laughs) well let's pull it out then because if if the queen says it's next it is next so what i've got here is this is a craft and as you can see we've got some headphones on there i really do feel like coupled with your high-speed blender it might be wise to invest 12 to 15 dollars in some ear protection so that way when you are blending whatever you're blending you're protecting your ears because it's pretty loud and if you're doing several of those a day Right, just the decibels. Just prevention. Prevention, the decibels are loud. Protect those ears. We only get the one set. So, okay, now I don't know. Chef AJ, can you see this Vitamix over here or no? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So this here, you guys, is the Vitamix blender. They don't make this particular model. I just called Vitamix this morning to actually ask them a couple questions. And I asked them about this particular model because I love it. They don't make this particular model anymore. So what they have for this legacy series, this style of base, is the 5200, which Lissa has the 5200. It does work great. This is a 6300. It just has a few more bells and whistles on it. And it comes with this base that's narrow. And now Vitamix, I'm kind of sad to to learn this, but they're phasing out this particular base or this craft. And what I like about this is the width of this bottom base. They're doing what's called the low profile, which is a wider base at the bottom. And you need to put more um, ingredients in there to be able to mix it properly. I like the narrow base because you could do smaller batches of sauces. And if you want to make like sour cream, but you don't want to make, uh, you know, two cups of cashew sour cream, you just want half a cup. So that's what I really like about the narrow base. Um, and of course, this is something that, like I said, it kind of saddens me in a way that they say they're they're starting to phase this particular model of, of craft out. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. if you have an old base, you could still get the BioChef right. base. The BioChef, which yeah. all, both of these are the same, basically the same bases, right? They, this fits on the Vitamix. This is the Vitamix craft. This one fits on the Vitamix. And I'll tap in and explain a little bit more about how awesome that particular thing is in just a second. I wanted to just go over why the Vitamix, I feel, is so amazing. And that's because of this tamping wand. Mm -hmm. 
right? This right here, this tool, no matter what kind of blender you have, I think Blendtec is doing something as well. This has a lip on the edge and it can't go down any deeper than it hits the lid. And it's just barely above the blades down here. So this right here really makes it nice. I know maybe some of you out there tuning in may understand like blending a smoothie and stuff's not mixing and you wish you could just kind of like push, push something down. You know, some people have used their spoon and they just, you know, it can dangerous. dangerous. It can mess, mess you up. So this is a really incredible aspect to the Vitamix is the tamping one because you can actually manually force stuff down into those high speed spinning blades. So yeah, to, uh, to elaborate on this, this aside from the knife and the cutting board and, you know, bowl and fork, this is, this is something I feel that, I mean, realistically doesn't matter what kind of a household you have and who's following what diet. This piece of equipment is beneficial to every single person on the planet. I do truly <laughs> feel like that. It does. You don't have to be a vegan or a raw vegan or a whole food plant-based eater. Like, man, being able to blend up stuff like really nice, thick and creamy, no chunks, a good quality blender like the Vitamix is amazing. And this, this company has been around since 1969. So this is a, a tried and true company. And that right there was hard for me to purchase because mm. it was $550. That was a reconditioned model. Mm -hmm. And some of these blenders, if you look at them, they're 700 to maybe even $1,500, depending if you're getting like a commercial style one. And that's a big investment, but they do do payment plans, which that's really helpful. I did a payment plan because when I was following Lisa before, <laughs> before she even knew who I was, she kept telling me high speed blender, high speed blender. And I'm like, what, what is a high speed blender? Right. Like I've got a ninja, a ninja is mm -hmm. a high speed blender. That thing spins, man, but it's not a vitamin or, or yeah. blend tech. I feel like blend tech is another, like I've got a couple of friends who have them. I've seen them blend and they're really close to the same kind of a blend as the Vitamix. They're just an amazing machine. So that was something that I got right away because as a raw foodie, I was like, I need this. Yeah. This is important. And we heard about this setup in 2019. Mm -hmm. Our friend John Kohler talked about the, the benefits of blending under vacuum. And we're like, it's kind of over our head. And we didn't really pay attention to what he was saying and how he was trying to you know, pass over some education to us. And it wasn't until... Well, it's been maybe two years now. Mm -hmm. 2021. Okay, it was 21. So yeah. it was, we moved here and he started talking about vacuum blending again. And we're like, okay, break it down. Why is this so awesome? Tell us about this. And after he explained what was going on, we invested in this upgrade in this, this whole system. This is a vacuum. This is a special craft with a special airtight lid. And it has a different kind of a bearing system down here because you're sucking so hard all the air out of the craft. This whole system comes as one, just like this. Mm -hmm. And this just pops right on, re basically replaces this craft and you can use this. We still use this one to, to make certain things like quiche, anything that we want to use the tamping wand with, we use it because that's really handy. But blending under vacuum. Yeah, so blending under vacuum for the health benefits. And this is what John was trying to explain to us. And we finally got it. And we're like, why didn't we get this like years ago? So when you blend up regular, like when you blend in that one, 
you're basically blending air into whatever you're blending. So you're blending a smoothie, you're blending air into it. You're blending a sauce, you're blending extra air into it. And that extra air, because you're constantly blending it, actually oxidizes, it starts to oxidize whatever you are blending. So your fruit smoothie, your dressings, your raw soups, whatever you're blending in there, it starts to oxidize faster than if you blend it under vacuum where there's no, or hardly like very, very little actual air in here. So you're blending it without putting all that extra air in. Now, number one, this is amazing for people who have extra gas. If you're, if you're drinking a lot of smoothies and you're making a lot of dressings and you have a little extra gas, switching over to a vacuum blender can really help because if you drink the air that you're blending into your smoothie, it's going to go somewhere, right? So switching over to a vacuum blender is really helpful, but it also improves the texture because you're not blending a bunch of air and it's not getting really frothy and foamy. It improves the taste because you're not now having extra air in whatever you're tasting. It tastes way better. Like everything is so much better. The color is better. Like we even compared, John came over and we did like a side-by-side where we blended in that one and in this one, the exact same ingredients and the vacuum blended smoothies are like a more vibrant color. They're thicker, the consistency is better and they last longer. That's like the, the other point is that if you blend under vacuum and if you seal under vacuum, which we'll show in a second, if you vacuum blend and then vacuum seal, you can have smoothies or sauces last up to like, I mean, we've had stuff up to five, six days if it's like got some a little fats in it but yeah. like if it's under vacuum because really it goes bad when there's oxygen involved and that's what makes things go bad so when you take away the oxygen things last a lot better so we're like oh yeah why didn't we buy this a long time ago so we actually have a backup jug with lid and vacuum just in case anything happens to this one but we've been using it for I don't know, like almost two years straight. Every day, yeah. Every day we use the vacuum blender. It's it does. Amazing. It does come with a uh, a plug in the back, so you can plug it into the wall. It's just a cord. It plugs right in. I didn't bring that part over. Or you can undo the lid, and it runs off of six double or yeah, six double A batteries. But we use it so much, we just keep it plugged in, and it just lives right next to the blender on the counter. This is a great addition, like Liz is saying. I mean it. It removes the oxygen from what you're blending. So your soups, your stews, your smoothies, your dressings. And oxidation actually can interact with like the nutrition. So on blending under vacuum is actually more nutritious as well. So all the links to everything that we're talking about are in Nate's course. So if you buy the bundle, two days left, link in description. Nate's course has like all the links to all the stuff. So if you're interested, that's where you can find all yeah, the videos. <laughs> I kind of I nerded out and uh, not to like make fun of nerds because I like to think that I'm kind of a nerd. I'm a geek in, too. In <laughs> but I built a store, right? So each module below that module, there's a, just a PDF download and that's the storefront and everything is pictured. So if you're like, oh, I don't, can't remember what that was called. You can just see the picture. And so it's like a catalog. So I built a catalog basically. So that way, if you do want to invest in any of these pieces of equipment, this one here, you know, is actually purchased through John's website, which I've had a few people, yeah, discountjuicers.com. I've had a few people ask me, is this site legit? <laughs> yeah. Because, because it looks like it 
was made in the 90s, but it's legit. Yeah. It's legit. <laughs> it looks like it was made in 1991 for sure. So, but it is, it's, yeah, he's a good, a good guy and he will definitely, you know, make sure you get your upgrade. This is an amazing upgrade. And this is something that I wish that I would have really embodied and known about. I don't think that it was even available though when we came, when yeah. I became raw in 2017. But this is kind of newer technology in a way, but it makes perfect sense, mm -hmm. right? You're just not blending air into your particular item, yeah. which is lasting longer. So yeah, we would have got this upgrade with, I would have purchased this alongside with the blender right away. It's yeah. absolutely changed the game for us. And like Lisa was saying, maybe then you blend up your dressing or your smoothie. Now you want to pour it in a jar and you, you made extra. You pour some on your salad or, you know, maybe you blend it up like a uh, a soup or something. So of course, everybody knows what a mason jar looks like. This is a wide mouth mason jar and this just has the regular lid, right? It has the ring and then the regular lid. Now there's a way to actually, I don't have, we don't have that mechanism. I want to invest in it. Yeah. You put this lid on it and then you just put the other thing on top and you can suck out the air out of this particular lid, which is really cool. So we do need to invest in that particular piece of equipment. But because we don't have that, we have these lids. Now these lids, Another tip that we learned from John Kohler. Every time we hang out with John, he's always got some new thing. And we're like, oh, well, I guess we're going to buy that now. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, he actually, little side note, he actually suggested, he's like, you guys should get a countertop for the roll around table so we have more space to do stuff on. We're like, okay, here we go. We better get a countertop. <laughs> so but John's really just all about trying to help everyone up their game. Mm -hmm. And this combination is amazing. This is a pump, a vacuum pump. You just, it sucks the air. You know, it's nothing fancy. It's a manual pump. And then this lid right here is really amazing because this has the rubber seal around it. And then it's got this cool little O-ring and plastic deal right in the middle. Now there, there are ways that you can make your own lid. And you guys actually yeah. did a video on that, which is really cool. So you can make your own, but you still need the pump. You could use this pump. But it's not very strong. Like doing the manual way, you can so get much deeper air out. So what we have here, you smell that when I opened it? So what oh, we have here, good. this is um, some pea microgreens. We grow a lot of microgreens, and sometimes we don't finish them all in time. We're like, oh, they're starting to kind of wither. They're, they're, they're looking like they need to be harvested and eaten right now, but we're not going to be able to eat them all right now. So what we do is we dehydrate them. Mm -hmm. And so you can put them in a jar. Now, let's just picture, no matter what you want to put in your jar, maybe you just made a fresh juice, made a smoothie, a beautiful dressing. So you just put that lid on and you don't want to go too high because mm. as you suck the air out it grows so you want to leave like maybe two inches from the lid yeah or from the very very top just to give enough space because as you suck so the air out it does grow and you don't want it to get into your vacuum yeah especially if it wasn't blended under vacuum right more air in it but yeah you'll watch as you start to suck it the thing starts to like come up to the top yeah like so basically you just take and just Suck the air out and it's like it's strong when you do it by hand you can actually do really well but you know something like this will work you can just put that right on top and i'm sure there's even other vacuums out there mm -hmm. and then check it out so it's it just sealed it's, sealed it's good to go um it's not going to oxidize as fast it's going to preserve much better and like you can like nate said you can do it with dressings and smoothies and whatever you make you can you can seal under vacuum and things you've got an extra day or time. two yeah an extra day or two dressing or like say like a, a fat free dressing it does taste different hours later and especially the next day 
And with vacuuming or sealing it under a vacuum, it actually tastes like it was freshly blended the very yeah, next day. It's really cool. Second day or, or third day, I should say, third day, you can taste it's not as fresh, but you get you get at least an extra day of freshness. So it's a great thing for food prep. Massive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and of course, as you can imagine, like we'll show you, show you some other stuff that we've stored inside these, these with these lids, but the lids, this actual package, which is also linked in the course, um, is it comes with a pump and it comes with 16 of these lids. So it's really nice. It's like 24 bucks. Yep, yeah. $24 for the pump and 16 of the lids. So that has been a really nice addition and all, almost like in a way, if someone didn't have a high speed blender, maybe they just had a juicer. This would be a great way to uh, store your juices. I know a lot of people are really into, you know, making a lot of juices. This would be a great way to store the juice in your fridge, right? It's, it's under vacuum. There's no air in there to start oxidizing. Mm -hmm. So that is basically mm -hmm. a lot of information in a lot of ways, but the Vitamix, blending under vacuum, storing under vacuum, that's just going to prolong your, your uh, substance, whatever you're blending. And like Lissa's saying, you know, less chances of gas and bloating and stuff because you're not blending air into it. Exactly. Yeah. So then let's say now you've got your Vitamix, you've got your essentials. What would be the next thing that you want to invest in? Mm, it's a toss-up. I mean, everything is so real, really amazing. I would say... It would tie between three things on this table. Okay. I would have a problem trying to decide what to get, but honestly, if I was to choose, I would probably go with the sprout. That's rack. what I was going to say. Yeah. And then I would get the spiralizer mm. and then I would get the food processor. In that That's, order. But they're all tied. Like yep. it wouldn't really give them an order, but right. yeah, the sprouting would be definitely because it's a living food yeah. creation. And doesn't matter what diet people in the world are following, yeah. everybody can be making more sprouts. You simply toss in some seeds. We have mung bean and lentil. Actually, yeah, mung, yeah. mung bean and lentil. So, and the light was kind of messing <laughs> me. So you just throw in like maybe a, a quarter cup, a couple tablespoons, soak it in water while you go to sleep. Next day, drain off the water, give it a rinse with some fresh water, drain it again, and you put it on this cool little rack. Mm -hmm. Now the rack system is really nice and I've gone in detail about how to do these mm -hmm. without having this particular rack system, but this is a really cute system and it's, mm -hmm. it just looks really nice on your kitchen counter. Lisa got these for Christmas for us and I love them. They're really sleek. It only holds the tube, but as you can see the jars at an angle so it can drain out the water. You don't want your sprouts sitting in water, but really with sprouting, you're growing living, delicious foods, packed vitamins and minerals within basically like within 24 hours. You could eat the mung beans and the lentils the very next day. Yeah. So, you know, you let them go for a couple of days and that's living food that you're growing right on your kitchen counter. Mm -hmm. Add that into different meals, put them in your smoothie, put them in your soups and your wraps and whatever. Every, if you eat food, add sprouts to it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would say the spiralizer. The spiralizer. Absolutely cool for variety right. of shape. So we've got a nice big English cucumber. We would clip off the ends to make it nice. I actually got these out because I was thinking, I'm like, we could do a little demo. But basically what this does is it's a manual turn. You just turn it manually and it just, you know, you have to kind of use a little force and it pushes it in. There's some automatic ones that are really awesome. Um, but this is another way to cut a cucumber or a zucchini or or like a carrot or an apple even. Uh, you know, some people do potatoes because there's a couple different attachments on here. You can spiralize different ways. 
but we like to make noodles mm -hmm. out of cucumbers. And it's just a fun way to eat a cucumber rather than just cutting it up how you'd normally, maybe like half moons or quarter moons or whatever, mm -hmm. or coins. I like I like the spiralized cucumber added to the salad too. Mm, it gives so kind good. of a nice texture. It's a little different. It's so nice. Yeah, we're making a dish with like a creamy pesto or even Ooh. like a tomato or mushroom marinara style sauce. And when you do your mushroom marinara under vacuum, it's so different. It's not all frothy and foamy. Yeah. It's just so thick and creamy. But yeah, like Lissa's saying, this is actually her device. I had a different one. I I've had this for almost nine years. <laughs> I like this one because it goes out this far. And yeah. so you can pretty much fit an entire English cucumber in here. For some spiralizers, only may open up about this much. So that means you'd have to cut your cucumber down or maybe that'd fit the zucchini really nice. But this is a really handy tool, something that we use like pretty much, pretty much on the, on the weekly. Yeah. So that's a really nice one, a spiralizer. And then, like I was saying, it comes with some different attachments. You just take, you know, you've got just a regular, this is like a spiralizer or a, like a flat, a kind flat, of like, like a ribbon. Yeah. Ribbon. Ribbon. And then there's a bigger, this one over here is a bigger, uh, New, it basically makes like bigger noodles. We've got kind of the finer noodle on there, but they just you can just slip in the different the different ones. And these are fairly inexpensive, maybe twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. And the sprouting kit is about the same, about twenty five dollars. Mm -hmm. So not too bad. And then we have the food processor, right. which is a really cool tool that I've actually never had until I met Nate. I never, well, I did have a little one, but. Um, I've never had a big, nice, good food processor because I just made everything in the blender. But when yeah. I started using the food processor, I realized with the S-Blade, like you blend it, but it's not puree. It's got a different texture, which is really great for certain things. Like it's nice to have both. I couldn't deal with the small one. Yeah, it was too so, small. <laughs> and before actually I met Lissa, I got this because some of her recipes required processing the food a certain way. So we actually have a couple different attachments from these. And, and a lot of people might know what this is. This is a very common piece of kitchen equipment, especially, you know, I feel for certain generations, this is a, a very common piece to have in the household. So you've got your S blade. And then we also have a different attachment on here. I didn't grab it, but it basically sets up top here and it's, it's basically like a cheese grater, right? So you can grate stuff like beets, carrots, mm -hmm. these sorts of things, or you can make um, you know, different pâtés and different things. Like you could make nice cream in this thing. Oh yeah, you can. You could yeah. make uh, different like nut nut milks. You could make all kinds of stuff. So what we use it for? What do we use it mostly for? Mostly we use it for making burgers, <laughs> raw burgers. So we just put like a bunch of different veggies in there, small amount of nuts and seeds, and we blend it and then we form them into patties. We like to use um, our dehydrator trays, which we can, we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but we like to use like a spatula. Right. And then once we take out the amount, which we, we like to use, um, an ice cream scooper yeah, and we just scoop out a scoop and we put it on the dehydrator tray, which we have right here. We'll we just, have right here. Swap it out. So we'll just put like one scoop of whatever. And then we, we can fit nine patties on one of these trays. And then we just take a spatula instead of like the thing with raw food is like it is a little different prep, but there's like it's so easy. 
And it's like, you have to switch because like a normal patty you do with your hands or whatever, but with the raw patties, because they are a little bit more watery, they don't really like, they, they go through your fingers and it's not fun. But if you use the ice cream scoop and then you just take a spatula and you just like flatten it out into a patty shape, you don't even have to touch it. That's yeah. great. So then you just do all nine and you put them in the dehydrator, you're good to go. So that's how we make the patties, but we also use it to make salsas and taco meat and mushroom filling mushroom filling Quiche. for the mushrooms yeah there's so much we can use the that food for. processor is it, like i put it in the module in the course in the heavy hitters heavy hitters because i think i paid 275 dollars for this but i believe on amazon because i got the links for my catalog i believe this is about 175 dollars now this is a cuisinart machine and it's a very very strong motor and I did some research. I just wanted to get a good one that was going to last me for decades. And this has definitely been an awesome machine. Yeah. So I feel that this right here is, is so handy because really it's all about just processing the food. Like I want to eat right now. Let's make a slaw. I want to eat a slaw right now. And you can take, you've got your big old, maybe you're doing like some pick right. up and some beets and carrots. You just be like, it just, it's so fast and i love that and then of course raw foods are amazing we're not using any oils mm -hmm. so you just rinse it yep it's so super easy and yeah that's another thing too I'll, when you when she was talking about the burgers unless you have like a super high fat burger made with like lots of seeds mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah like doing like she's saying with the spatula on the tray works out nice so yeah these right here this doesn't live on our counter but the, like the blender does because we use the blender so much but this is yeah Man, it's an amazing piece of kitchen equipment. Yeah. Definitely. Next up, I would say one of my favorite uh, kitchen appliances is the dehydrator. Yes. Because in the bundle, the Ultimate Raw Vegan Bundle, my brand new hand salads, raw vegan wraps ebook, you need a dehydrator to make the wraps. And I've had a lot of people say like, can you make them in the oven or whatever? And I don't know because I don't use the oven. So I can't guarantee that they'll turn out if you try. Um, but the whole point of a dehydrator is to have warm air like you would on a hot summer day. So 115, 110 to 115 Fahrenheit with adequate airflow. With an oven, however, it goes too hot, but it also has no airflow. So you can't necessarily dehydrate stuff. You can you can bake stuff, but it's There's not the same. Or the con convection. convection. Uh, yeah, convection. as long as the oven go, it has a dehydrator setting. Because the whole point is you need the airflow. So you need a fan blowing the air. And you need like air to be able to escape. Same. And you need moisture to be able to escape. And in an oven, you don't have those benefits. So that's why dehydrators are so cool. And for people who are like, oh, it's expensive, whatever. Um, I was actually just talking to somebody who was on offer up like there's like craigslist offer up marketplace whatever you can go to these like used places she got a brand new dehydrator that was used twice for 20 bucks because these people just didn't want it anymore and you so you can find used dehydrators you can get like a whole nine tray used dehydrator for yeah. cheap if you look around because there's people there's always people selling dehydrators but the dehydrator is an awesome tool for the raw foodie nice. because you can make such cool things like the wraps you can use it to marinate vegetables in like if you have like a marinara with mushrooms or chris kendall's stew book he uses that to like dehydrate mushrooms and other things 
I use it a lot in the ebook I wrote with you about like, you know, the sun chokes and other things that go in the dehydrator. So it's a really fun tool. We use it yeah. a few times a week and we've got the new trays. So you there's two different kinds of trays. Like this is like the regular Teflex tray, which doesn't come with the dehydrator. Yeah. You have to buy these separate, these ones we used for a really long time. But now that we have these new trays, we've been using these new trays instead. Yeah, we're doing the burgers and the quiche and everything. We've been trying everything on these silicone trays. So really like, I mean, this would do your fruit roll-ups. Like imagine, you know, you got the kids in the kitchen, you blend up a bunch of strawberries and lemons and apples and making delicious fruit roll-ups. These trays are amazing because they have the lip. Mm -hmm. So you can make it a quarter inch thick all the way around. And then, so when at night, like actually tonight, we're blending wraps for tomorrow <laughs> because we want to have wraps and they're really easy to make so when you get the bundle and you download the hand salads ebook you can blend one it makes two wraps so you've got two of these trays you just fill half on like half the amount on each tray and then you take an offset spatula this has been amazing like i'm i love offset spatulas now yeah and then you just spread it out and you spread it so it's a quarter inch thick around the entire mat and the whole process to make the wraps is like maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, max. 15 at most. Yeah. So you blend it like a smoothie, you pour it into the tray, and you have some fun spreading it out, and then you put it in the dehydrator, and then it's in there for. You get into your yeah. Zen mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Zen mode, you know, because there's those little sand things you like use a fork oh, yeah, or yeah. a rake and just kind of Zen. So I feel that when I'm spreading the crackers or the wraps, it's, it's mm -hmm. kind of like that. Yeah, so now, um, like she was saying, look around for dehydrators. I found my dehydrator, my nine tray Excalibur uh, dehydrator, which is um, at the time it was 300 and some odd dollars for a brand new one, but I got it for $125. I did have to drive an hour away. So it was two hours round trip. I did have to drive to go meet them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, such a great thing to do. And I'm really excited for that person who got the one for $20. I know. $20. And of course, there's different sizes and yeah. stuff, but really a, a dehydrator that is not the ring, the round one with the, uh, the fan at the bottom with the hole, the center is, you know, a hollow, like a donut. Those ones are going to be a little trickier. I did have one of those. You had one of those. I had three. I was and then I was like, I'm doing Excalibur. Over it. Over it. <laughs> it might as well just invest on something quality. And I like to picture or say, I like to say that the dehydrator is a is an oven for the raw foodie. It's, yeah, it's in the, so many words. It's, yeah. it's the raw foodie's mm -hmm. oven, right? Because we don't cook stuff in an oven, but it's a really great way, like she's saying, you freeze your vegetables, you marinate them up, you toss them in the dehydrator right out of the freezer, put them in the dehydrator. When it's dehydrated, after they've been frozen, it has a really similar texture to vegetables that have been lightly steamed, Yeah, which is just a nice way to go about eating your vegetables. Yeah, so then we have a couple extra things that we can go over really quickly. We've got the mandolin, which is really fun for yeah. slicing. So all of these other things are just, they're not maybe like real ne necessary, but they're really fun. This is what's called a mandolin. And you've got a little knob over here. There's different kinds and you can adjust the thickness of the what you're going to slice. So say you're going to slice a bell pepper, right? It's got this little doohickey that pokes into your apple or whatever and will hold it so it's keeping your fingers safe. Mm -hmm. And you just slide this back and forth. And it slices 
whatever you want to slice, an apple, a potato, a beet, a bell pepper. It makes it fast to slice. Mm -hmm. And there's different blades on here. So you could do matchstick apples mm -hmm. if you wanted to do, or like maybe you do fries, like homemade fries. It has that setting or the, the blades are kind of spaced to where you could do potato fries really quick. Fun, super fun piece of equipment. Same, not very expensive, maybe $20. Yeah. Then we have our salad spinner. This is really great for washing your lettuce or washing. We like to wash grapes, strawberries. Um, strawberries, all of that in here. So that's a really fun one to have. This one's a really cool one because we've gone through a couple different salad spinners. And uh, one I had for a while had like a little oh, yeah. string, like you're starting a lawnmower or something. And the string eventually broke. But this one is, you know, some of, some of you might remember the toys. Remember you push the top. Yeah, and then the, the top is spinning on the floor. I used to have one of those because I was born in the '70s, and that was like something I feel like my parents had when they were younger. Mm -hmm. But this has been an awesome tool. We've had this, I feel like, pretty yeah, much like the whole time, five years, five years. Yeah, and it's still running strong. Everything is great. Same thing, about twenty bucks for this particular item. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, we've got like the average stuff. We've got our measuring cups and spoons. We have yeah. this lemon reamer, which is let's, amazing. Let's tap into this real okay. quick and why these would be so handy and why it would even be on the counter. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so Lissa's been having some people who have been having a little issues with their wraps. Mm. And, and, and it's really important when you actually are following a recipe, when someone has it formulated, unless you've tried it out several times and you know how you can kind of play with it, when it's formulated a certain way, it's really beneficial to make sure everything is measured out properly. Like when someone is saying, use a half a cup of this, how do you know what a half a cup is? It's kind of hard to eyeball a half a cup. Mm -hmm. So I feel that measuring cups and measuring spoon, that's why they're so important, mm -hmm. um, it is to be able to make sure you're getting the right flavor mm -hmm. and the right outcome. Right, and especially another thing that we could, um, I don't know if the scale's here, oh, do, yeah. but the scales are really important too um, in a raw foodie kitchen because for example, with my recipes, a large onion to me might not be a large onion to you. So if in the recipe it says one large onion and two large tomatoes, what is that anyways, right? Like, and I try to have my recipes for my wraps um, universal so anyone can make it. But like a, a large onion in California won't be the same as a large onion in Canada. Right. So what I have in my ebook are the weights for the, for example, for the onions, it's like 860 grams of onion goes in. So then you're not questioning like, is it one small onion or, or should I do two small onions in place of one large one or whatever? Or a quarter cup chopped is going to be different than a quarter exactly. cup not chopped. Exactly. So it is important to have things like a scale so that you can make the recipe the way the creator made the recipe, right? So. Yeah. And this is a really cool scale. It's it's basically water resistant. Like you're not going to sit it and submerge <laughs> it under water or anything, but it's basically, where's the little plug here? It is just a USB, um, micro USB to charge it. Um, I actually just charged it the other day and I haven't charged it since we bought it. <laughs> so we don't use it like every single day, but mm -hmm. everything that's in the raw vegan bundle, yes, the uh, recipes that are in there, uh, everybody was, was instructed to put the weights in, mm -hmm. which just for that reason, to make sure you're going to get the same outcome. Mm -hmm. So I really love that because of exactly like what this is saying, like what is a small onion, one small onion, yeah. or use one 
you know, the juice of one lemon. Well, gosh, like look, there's small lemons and big lemons. And mm -hmm. you know, how much juice is that? The right. juice of one lemon. Exactly. And even like the other day, you got Roma tomatoes mm -hmm. and they were massive Roma right. tomatoes when normally Roma tomatoes are slightly smaller. And I was like, that's interesting too, because if somebody's buying Roma tomatoes and one time they're bigger, it's going to affect the recipe. It really so it's will. important to weigh things. Yeah, up. it really will. Mm -hmm. So anyways, yeah, just to elaborate okay. on the measuring cups because of yeah. people messaging and being like, I don't know what happened. And it's like, did you weigh out mm -hmm. the it's onion that you important. needed? Because, you know, some of these wraps, like that's kind of the base of them is the onion. And mm -hmm. as someone who never made the wrap and, you know, by myself, this is like, you know, formulating these and you know, I'm helping her do stuff. I'm like, I want to make a wrap by myself. I'm like, are you sure this is the right <laughs> amount of onion? Because there's a lot of onion in it. And it may be a little, you know, interesting when you're not used to. It can be intimidating too. Yeah. You're like, is that going to work? But I tried and tested the recipes. So Just we're good. With, yeah. In her book, there's a link to a like almost 30 minute video describing all of our trials and tribulations and all the woes that we went through mm -hmm. and everything that she's done to get you the perfect wrap every time just follow her instructions follow her guidance weigh out your stuff get a kitchen scale i was saying i think this was maybe like 15 16 dollars on amazon mm -hmm. really has been handy for weighing out stuff like yeah amazing and then this handy reamer we use every single day multiple times a day i found this at like a little kitchen store in oregon and i got it for nate for christmas what store and uh paddington paddington, paddington station, station in Athlon, Oregon. If you guys are in, go, go, go check them out they've got Athlon some store. cute stuff but i was like i wish i would have bought more because they're so cool like they just fit on any wide mouth mason yeah. jar so if you're making your lemon water in the morning whatever yeah you know, maybe you want to it's right here it's right on the jar so you can just squeeze your lemon right into the jar and you don't have to have an extra thing. So that's cool. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And then we have the funnels. These have been really helpful um, when filling jars. Yes. Or filling little spice containers. Like if we right. buy new spices. Here. Yeah, we'll like put that here. in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say you're doing the spices or you've got the squirt bottle. Yep. Squirt bottle is another fun thing on a raw vegan diet. You yeah. fill it with your sauce and you can decorate, yeah, the sauce. decorate with your sauce. Or we actually brought one of these up with us hiking the other day to yeah. do on our wraps. We wrapped it in a Ziploc bag just in case, you know, if it didn't leak in the uh, in the bag or anything. The one that we were using was actually a, a condiment container. So it did have a cap. But yeah, funnels are really, I feel like, very important in the kitchen mm -hmm. when, yeah, when you're wanting to fill stuff up. Man, so good. And then we have spatulas, of course. We've got a few different kinds. We have like a really long, thin one that mm -hmm. we can get into the Vitamix. This is our favorite one. It's an OXO. Yeah. And it just gets right in there and you can get like around the blades and stuff. Perfect. So good. This one here, I really like to spread sauces on wraps. And or stuff. if you need to, like, say, oh, yeah. you're doing something in the food processor to get the stuff around the food processor. Now, of course, this is real basic stuff to like people who are chefs in the kitchen. Most people have spatulas, but man, they're so handy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then metal strainers. These ones, I am like metal strainers are so awesome. Mm. I do a lot of wet chopping when we make like um, cauliflower sushi rice and stuff, or for wet chopping any ingredients, really. The strainers are really awesome. Oh, also like thawing the frozen veggies, yeah, like for Chris same. Kendall's stew and stuff. We like to put it in the strainer to strain off all the water. So or these coconut. or coconut too yeah so these have been really beneficial yeah so like what we'll do say if we're doing some coconut is i just put these right on here just like this and i pour the coconut water in here and that way it catches any debris yeah so strainers 
so handy. And you could actually sprout using one of these. You could just oh, yeah. put your mung beans in them, soak them in a bowl over water, and then you could sprout right in your strainer. But then, of course, you're not going to be able to use your strainer because you're sprouting in it. But that could be something to use them for. But yeah, really a beneficial tool to have. Very cool. And then the ice cream scoop, again, yeah. for the patties, yeah. for an ice cream. Um, that's a fun one. Yeah, totally. Like we were making the burgers. We've made the quiche. Um, a few different raw vegan items. Uh, ice cream scooper is nice because it's just a good portion control. You can just, mm -hmm. every single one's going to be real uniform. uniform. Yeah. <laughs> kitchen scissors. I mean, <laughs> those are, every kitchen needs Everybody's one. got some scissors. Most likely. I like the silicone straws because they're, they're, they don't hit your teeth. Like I've had some glass straws mm -hmm. and some right. metal straws. And when I do drink, Drinking through a straw is actually better for your teeth. If you're drinking like juices or smoothies or whatever, it bypasses like having extra acidity and sugar in your mouth. But like, yeah, I like the silicone straws better than the glass ones because I have hit my teeth and it's just uncomfortable. So these right. are nice. So good. And of course, all of these things that you're seeing on here are in the catalog. Mm -hmm. So if you do want like, I want those exact straws, we put them in there just for you. And they do come with a, a, a nice long, um cleaner straw cleaner yeah. so you can swab and wash the straw because that's really handy but yeah the, like Lissa says man these are so great we use that we use those every day mm -hmm. then we have this is my absolute favorite grater of all time i i love this one for some reason but you know everyone's got their favorites right so like oh. you find one that you like but this one i like for grating garlic grating ginger grating turmeric um, uh, lemon Zest. zesting Zest. is really cool. Yeah. So this is one that I use quite often mm -hmm. because I grate a lot of fresh garlic into my stuff. I'm like looking around like, I know, we we have so much stuff. We gotta put other stuff on the counter that, that's really important that it's really gonna help someone. So this would be the next set uh, of a grater if you wanted to do like carrots or beets. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a typical cheese grater or whatnot. So we use this quite often too, like the sunchokes. Yeah, sunchokes, we grate carrots, you know, pick them up. Yeah, more yeah. of the harder stuff. But you could also run those through your food processor really quick. But if we're just doing one carrot real quick, I'm not going to take the food processor out to do it because it's just one carrot. Yeah. But and then the grinder, I'm glad you got that out. Because I know. I was just thinking like, oh, yeah, because I thought I looked around like I feel like I'm missing something. Right. So in my wraps book that you guys can get in the bundle, two days left, link in the description, the hand salads ebook, I do have us. Psyllium husk in the wraps, but there's also chia and flax. It depends on the wrap. Like you can interchange the two if you want, but we like to freshly grind our flax and chia. So we have a little coffee grinder. These things are like 10, $15. And we have ours, obviously we don't drink coffee, grind coffee, but we use it to grind our seeds and we grind them fresh. And we'll grind a little extra because like we're making wraps tonight. So we have some extra. And we'll just have that so we can add that to our blender. And it's really great to have. And why would we want to grind chia or flax? Mm -hmm. So when you are using chia or flax, they're really mucilaginous and they gel up really well. Like they're good, like vegan egg replacements and stuff. And they actually add some of that like fluidity to the wraps. And it's really essential to the wrapper. And I didn't want to make the wraps like high fat with like a cup of seed in it. So I have it. So it's um, one tablespoon chia or flax per wrap with the psyllium. So it works. They work really good together, but you need to grind it first so that it's got more surface area to suck up more water and be more pliable. 
and it blends better when you uh, crush it first and also exposes more um, of the omega-3. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, so it's more, yeah, you're getting more omega-3 out of it too when you crack it open like that. Yeah, and then we've got two more things uh, and then we could open. For hey, Lisa, can I just ask you a couple of questions or do you want me to wait until the end? Um, uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, just because you mentioned the wraps and Annalise said, I made the wrap recipe for the caramelized onion wrappers today. So that's awesome. And she's hoping to see and waiting to see and excited to see how they turn out. While you were talking about the Vitamix, Daria asked, has Vitamix said if they will start selling a vacuum attachment? You know, that's a great question that I did not ask them this morning. And I'll have to get back in touch with them. Um, there's another company out there called the DynaPro. Mm -hmm. And it's a, like a $500 system and it's a vacuum blending system itself. DynaPro is the brand. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that there's that particular uh, brand out there. And then I also saw that Chris Kendall from the Raw Advantage, who is also another amazing contributor to this bundle. He's got his uh, Cravings Busters Sweet and Savory Stews book in the, in the year, which is so good. Yeah, I actually saw him use the, right. the Ascent Series base, not the Legacy. The asset, the newer base, and then he has the low profile container, and he was actually using the BioChef vacuum on there. Yeah, so he I'm, had to like rig it to make it work. I'm but. gonna pick his brain though and see what he's doing. And man, I really do hope that more like influencers right. can really start to bring out this information and why these things would be. Mm -hmm. these need to be an option. These need to be an add-on option. And I mean, I feel that once people really understand, like it's so simple, it takes a few extra seconds to suck the air out. It should just come standard. Yeah. Uh, the way that I view the stuff now, it should come standard with every single like high-end blender. I agree. I, I think know. it should be across the board vacuum blending, but also if people want vacuum blenders, reach out to the companies, like yes. send a message to Vitamix, call them up and be like, hey, you guys want because the more of us that ask for it, because it's supply and demand, they right? Wanna, so they give us what, what yeah, if we ask, if enough people ask for it, maybe they'll start. But well, for the time being, they don't have anything right. that I know of. Yeah. Remember, John was telling the story. He was saying that um, there was a company that was starting to make them, but they weren't mm -hmm. selling very many, so they stopped production. Yeah. So it's just it did, you know, the, the technology or the the mindset just really hasn't caught up, I guess, really. But hopefully. Because I think after we started to kind of freak out about it, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so amazing. This is game changing. Yeah. We had like probably, I don't know, six to 10 of our friends, people that we know in the computer <laughs> <laughs> that bought the blender, the BioChef, because we were freaking out about it. Yeah. And John's like, I've been trying to tell people for years. And it's like, <laughs> I know we need to just listen to John more often. I mean, he's got some really great insights. He really is out there digging and trying to like, pick the brains of the different creators and, and these companies and trying to bring us better quality stuff. So yeah. I really do trust his judgment, but yeah, it's sad to say that he has said there's been some companies that dipped off because they just weren't selling them yeah. uh, as much. Yeah. People just don't, people don't know about it. They need, we need more information and commercials and videos about the benefits of it. It just, and once you, I mean, if we think about it, you cut an apple and it's exposed to air. It turns brown unless you spray a little lemon juice on it. It's the oxygen. Like we need oxygen, mm -hmm. right? We're, we have to have, a, but you know, the food that we're making, it's best to keep it. 
the less oxygen during the processing, the better. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, yeah, blending under a vacuum. And then, you know, we will try not to get into the freeze dryer. Yeah, right? Another episode on Chef AJ about the freeze dryer. Yeah, because freeze drying is also mm -hmm. under a vacuum. So there's no air yeah. involved in extracting the water from the food. So you're retaining all this information. So stuff under vacuum, basically, it's a great way to preserve it. It's a great way to process. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but anyway. One more question. This one is from Ronnie. Can you vacuum seal sprouts or other produce and not worry about moisture building up? You know, that's a great question. And I, I personally feel that in a way, it depends on, I'm not an expert here, but it depends on what it would be. Mm -hmm. I feel that sprouts need to have a little airflow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, putting a mesh on top or leaving your, your sprouting lid on top. They're would, alive. Yeah, right? would be way more beneficial. They do need a little oxygen. Uh, they'll get funky if they, if they don't, because I have tried that. But as far as vegetables, that's mm -hmm. a really interesting one because we do have the Debbie Meyer green boxes and the green bags the bags we bring to put our produce in yeah. and those are supposed to hold it fresher longer, which I definitely can tell the difference mm -hmm. when I have cilantro in the clear bag that you get at the grocery store in the produce section. And then I buy cilantro and put it in the green bag. We've done it side by side. And the one in the clear bag doesn't last as long. Yeah. So I wonder though, what produce no, and would it, be best under vacuum. And it really depends too, because like if we put sun chokes, for example, in a, in a completely sealed container, they get, bad faster or they get soft faster unless if we put them in a container that has holes in the top because we have one tupperware where we poked holes i don't remember why we did that but we have one that has holes in the top but that container if we put sun chokes in that one in the fridge those ones last longer so i don't like it's more for preserving like freeze-dried food so or dressing dry. stuff that you right. already process you will say would be the best definitely agree man yeah, that's something that, you know, it's kind of fun good to, question. yeah, it's a great question. It's fun to experiment yourself, like yeah, try, try out, <laughs> throw some, throw some carrots in a jar and seal it under vacuum and then see what happens. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, that made me wonder like, hmm, I wonder about the hard vegetables or like ginger, you know, right. storing ginger in the fridge in a vacuum sealed jar, it might stay fresher longer. We might start playing around. We need it. to, yeah. cause we don't know. That's a, that's a good, it's, <laughs> now you're, getting, you're getting our gears turning, Ronnie. Appreciate that. So yeah, coffee grinder though, epic. And Susanna says, you mentioned wet chopping cauliflower. Could you please remind me what that is, how you do that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what you do is you have a head of cauliflower. This is the best way to make cauliflower rice, by the way. The best. It makes like you can like squish it and, and have like, it's nice and like sticky-ish. <laughs> um, it's stickier than the regular rice cauliflower. So this is the best way to do it. And rice cauliflower regular would be just processed in the food process. Correct. Normally you just process it in there, but they're chunkier. They don't stick as well. So anyways, you get a head of cauliflower, cut off the leaves. You can save the leaves for something else if you want. Fill your blender just over halfway with clean water. And then you you take the chunks, like you don't want to have massive chunks, but you know, chunky enough, put those into the water. How much? A whole head. A whole head. Yeah, a whole head, like, you know, like a decent, small-ish, medium-sized head. Okay. Yeah, you could do, you could do two batches if you want, but I've just done the whole batch, but it just like just over halfway full of water. And then you put the cauliflower in and then you put it on the base and you 
Blend for three seconds. You go one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, done. You don't want to go further than that because then it gets too fine and it turns like kind of mushy. You still want it to be rice-like, but not quite as big chunks. Yeah. Three seconds is perfect. Once it's done, you're going to have like this big foamy, like frothy concoction of like white cauliflower or purple if you do. Right. And then what we like to do, we have another um, glass bowl that we put this on top. You take your watery cauliflower and you pour it through the metal strainer. And then all the water is going to drip down. And then I like to take a spoon or a spatula or something. And then I like to like play around with the cauliflower in here and I squish it against the side. And I try to get as much water as I can off of the cauliflower. You could also grab it and squeeze it and then put it into a bowl, but that's the best way to wet chop the cauliflower. And you can do that with carrot. Um, we've done cauliflower with carrot, zucchini, and onion before. So good. So good. Because the carrot and the zucchini are a little stickier and that makes really great sushi rice. So that's a great way. You can also do um, like a like a tabbouleh style with the cauliflower or the paella or whatever. Like there's so many things you can do with riced cauliflower. So yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> what about you can also use something like this. Yeah, you could use a nut milk bag. I personally like the strainer better. It's easier to clean. But if you don't have a strainer, you can use a nut milk bag. You can yeah, just squeeze the water out that way. But yeah, like she's saying, it's kind of nice to be able to just move because it's it's nice to have a little bit of moisture. Sometimes with a nut milk bag, you can squeeze out too much moisture. Yeah, and then it's too dry and it doesn't stick. You want just enough. <laughs> Our cat's trying to climb in the box that we have the laptop on. I'm just trying to scare him. Hey, don't climb that way. So yeah, definitely wet chop is so amazing. And as you're explaining this, I'm like, we need videos. Yeah, like, I videos know. Videos are more videos. I yeah, because that's like something that I would just be like so engaged in sucking that up because I'd be like, I want to make rice cauliflower that's not going to fall apart everywhere how do i do that exactly but that's yeah. definitely game game changing wet mm -hmm. chopping and you could also do like onions and different things like she's saying carrots zucchini that way too yeah. but main thing remember how she said three seconds only yeah you're not making a smoothie <laughs> and then really quick we'll finish with these two we can answer more questions we got the whisk obviously is um i like this little one but this is the coco jack and we have this tool this tool is awesome for like these are for scooping coconut yeah. out of a young coconut. So here's your young coconut. Mm -hmm. And they, they cut them to where they have like a little, you know, pyramid style shape. Mm -hmm. And these you can cut open with a knife, but it's very dangerous. So this tool here makes it so nice. You just pop it on there, smack it a couple times with a hammer, use the, yeah. use the tool as leverage to just crack it open. And then you've got a nice big, you know, two inch hole. Mm -hmm. And then you take this tool, and you just go in and you kind of like go down the side like this all the way around and then you can just take out the young coconut and we use young coconut in a fair you know not a huge amount of stuff but like, like a coconut like a half quiche dozen, maybe half dozen recipes yeah we'll have a few of them in recipes a month but that's a really fun way and safe way to open a coconut in a raw foodie kitchen because we do use Coconuts are but, great. Yeah. Who doesn't like some fresh coconut water? I know there's probably a lot of people who've never even had fresh coconut water. And another reason why the vacuum sealable lids, where did I put that? Oh yeah, go. this is so Say good. if you're cracking, maybe you're making some things where you need like the coconut meat of like three coconuts. You're like, I'm not really that thirsty. You can save the coconut water. Mm -hmm. Or I like to pour it in the Vitamix using the strainer. 
pour the coconut water in there, and then it's easier to pour whatever yeah. out of the, the craft, right? So that's what I do. And then you could store the coconut water under vacuum and it'll stay fresher for an extra couple of days. An extra yeah. couple of days. But make sure you use it. Use the water, of course, like to blend your smoothie with, or maybe a dressing coconut water. So delicious. But yes, definitely that tool, amazing. Yeah. Basically, that's that's a, that, that's a, good, a big show, but that's a good portion. Yeah. That's a pretty good portion of what we feel is like really important in a, in a raw foodies kitchen. These are things that we use all the time. These are our main tools in a lot of ways. Aside from you didn't get to see the dehydrator, we do have one behind us. Yeah, here, right here. Right. So <laughs> they do take up a good amount. Of, it's like the size of a microwave. Anyway, I kind of feel like microwaves should be replaced with dehydrators <laughs> in people's homes. But then, of course, yeah, we didn't show you the freeze dryer. Yeah, which, but we did an episode on the freeze dryer already. Yep. So people can watch so that. Check out that. And yeah, check out that. Episode two, three. three. I three. think it was episode three. Yeah, for Feeling Great and Listen and Nate. So you can go on Chef AJ's YouTube, search Feeling Great with Listen and Nate, and watch episode three is all about the freeze dryer. Or so. I get the course and <laughs> yeah. I go over it and talk about the freeze dryer and the course. But just to give you a little quick tip, this here is some. Uh, marinated and freeze-dried Brussels sprouts, which these are a delicious, crispy snack stored under vacuum. And if you have an oxygen pack in here, this will last 20 years on the shelf. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so cool. But yeah, that's all we got for you. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Hopefully you can take away some tidbits of information and uh, make sure you go check out that bundle because man. Because when it's gone, it's gone. It's gone, it's gone. And you're going to have once you have all the tools you're like what do I make you need yeah. to tap into those recipe books from the bundle and you'll be tapping into pretty much all of these tools in a way mm -hmm. to make a lot of these recipes well, truthfully most of the tools you showed can be used in a regular kitchen a regular vegan kitchen 100 exactly, exactly. Regular, yeah. regular vegan kitchen I feel like really these are all very common kitchen tools that yeah, can benefit us in so many ways. Makes the job easier, quicker, yeah. more efficient, cleaner, easier. And that's what we want in the kitchen. You know, yep. we don't want to be. Yeah. Right. R Ronnie asks, when you use multiple veggies in the Vitamix, do you put them all in together? Ooh, that's a great mm -hmm. question. Yeah, yep. for wet chopping, totally. Just mix them all together. You could do them separately and just mix them together. I mean, it's all it's, it's all going in the same bowl, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, like when we did the zucchini and carrot. Yeah, we that did was, those together. Man, that was such good I loved the texture and the taste of those sushi rolls that we made. Were so good. Yeah. Yeah. There was no cauliflower in it, huh? Was it just carrot? Um, I don't remember. Or maybe it was, it was those it three. Was half an, yeah, I think it was all three. Maybe but it was, it was such a great combination. Got to get that recipe out. Yeah. <laughs> Another reason why the bundle's great, because you're like, I don't remember that recipe, but I know we have it in the book. So we just mm -hmm. tap in. Excellent. Well, guys, thank you. I learned so much when I watch you. Thank so you. Glad. And thanks for having us. We have so much fun. Yeah. All people are commenting that it was an excellent presentation. Oh, great. So glad you guys could get something out of it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah really fun. And we'll see you next month uh, before, I don't know, there's a holiday Father's Day. I don't know if that's a big one for people, if you have any ideas what you want to do, but I'm sure it'll be great. Because you're Alyssa and Nate. <laughs> interesting it's is yeah, i wonder is it, is it on father's day no because okay. we're going to we're going to yellowstone actually to visit my dad so um, for a day for father's day so it's right before father's day I think you're up the 13th yeah you're up the tuesday before father's day on june 13th 
before. That's our last show too. Oh, wow. Well, not and not if you want to come back. I mean, you I can, hey, you back. could be renewed for another season. Yeah, never oh, know. Season hey, two. <laughs> send us the application. We'll see if we can apply and get certified. <laughs> Absolutely. And you got to get going on that Ninja Creamy book, my friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, that's his top priority after the fun. 100% top priority. I am definitely going to be doing that. And I, I really am excited to do a lot of recipes in that book that are banana free. Cause I've had a lot of people say, Oh, could you make them without banana? And I'm allergic to banana. So that's going to be a cool one. Yeah. But, but, you know, but do some with banana. Cause some of us still love our bananas. Bananas. We're going to be doing sorbets. We're going to be doing some higher fat stuff with maybe like some coconut meat and some, um, some nuts or seeds to make and some low fat stuff for me. Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah, it's going to be mostly low fat, but I will have a few of those higher fat ones. I wish you could use sweet potatoes because it's, you know, Hannah Yams makes such great sorbets. We can actually, um, we, you can eat sweet potatoes raw. And in fact, in my wraps book, I have recipes using sweet potato for the wraps because it makes such an awesome fiber mm. to hold the wrap together. So we've got um, the purple passion wrap uses oh, purple sweet so potato. Good. Um, and we have like the light flushed one, orange flushed one. So yeah, we've got different um, recipes that have sweet Inulin, Inulin or Allison? Inulin and Allison. Yeah. In Inulin is the fiber though. The, okay. Yeah. And then the Allison. I'm, the active. The active yeah. compound. So I'm even thinking of putting like some sweet onion into some of these recipes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you're not even going to be able to taste it. Okay, well, I'm looking forward. It's going to be epic. It is going to be epic. Maybe it'll be ready in time for another bundle. Who knows? That's definitely my goal. I'm going to be, I'm going to keep this momentum going and focus straight on it. I mean, Lissa kicks out books while she sleeps. So I need to like pick up and try to like put on my hat to connect to some cables and try to like get some downloads of how does she do this she, yeah, is a, she is a machine the word is prolific yeah what i like to call her is a, a uhp an ultra high performer she is an ultra high performer that's because of her like diet you. That's just AJ, performer. Like, what did you put out? Like, twelve YouTube videos or something? Well, no, I, I can do it with video, but I'm, I'm not writing books. That is hard for me. But Lisa is a is a pro, man. And her so, mommy was on the show the other day. Oh, that's so cool. It's so sweet. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, just a couple of days ago, two, uh, Sunday, Lori Germain watched that episode. Totally. Oh. So cool because she has her book in the bundle too. This is her first book. Yeah. Right. First book in the bundle. Yeah. And she's got some awesome recipes. Mm -hmm. Like we're tapping in. I've got some. We've still got some of the rad bacon bits right on the counter. We can add into our Caesar salad. She's got like jerky, like beet jerky made out yeah. of jicama. Amazing. It's got a good flavor. Where uh, does she live, your mom? She's in Canada right now. Yeah, she used to live in, well, she lived with us in Ashland for a little bit of time, and then she was in California for a bit, um, but she moved back to Canada just because, like, the healthcare system, um, because she's a landed immigrant resident or whatever, she's got access to the healthcare, which, you know, when you're getting older, she wants to make sure that she's secure and stuff, so, and she also wanted to be near um, her grandkids. My sister has four kids, so she wanted to be over there for them. So she moved back to Canada. But and I haven't seen her in like almost four years. So yeah. we'll have to eventually hook yeah. up. Um, but I mean, I'm seeing my dad this summer, which I, who I haven't seen in, in four years either. So right. Four, I think. Yeah. 
when we get married, it was like around that time. Was it mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I saw him was at a raw restaurant, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah, it will it'll be cool. But my mom's amazing. She's such a sweetheart and she's overcome a lot. Like there's like a family history of gut disease in my family. She had colon cancer. Um, my uncle died with Crohn's disease when he was 27. So gut health is like really, really important to me. That's why I talk so much about it and why I'm so like geeking out about fiber variety and the gut microbiome and everything, because it's really important to me and my family. And my mom's now plant-based and she's high raw and she eats like a lot of stuff. So she joined the bundle as well. So you guys, if you get the bundle, open my mom's book, my gentle kitchen and make some of the stuff from my mom. <laughs> oh my gosh, my gentle kitchen. And we've made her carrot cake recipe. Oh yes, I made it for Nate's birthday. <laughs> and then I was like, I gotta make it again. I slurped it down. I think it lasted like maybe two or three days. And I was like, we need to make another one of those carrot right. cakes. And it's like a pretty low fat carrot cake. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, another reason. So if you know the jicama slaw, that's another one we're gonna be having. That's gonna be one of our summer staples. We'll use the yeah. food processor to make big batches of it uh, to last, you know, at least We'll, we'll, it'll last two days. Yeah. But make sure when you get the bundle, you guys open up some of the books mm -hmm. and just dive into some of these recipes. There, it can be kind of intimidating as a dude. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, it's like all kinds of words I need to read. <laughs> <laughs> so, but just read the recipe and just try it out. You're going to have a lot of fun and they're really simple. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, thank you guys. And I look forward to seeing you next month. Yes, so we'll be good. Back. So good. Thank you so much, <laughs> Chef AJ. Bye, thank all you, guys. you. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back at 9 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow for Janie Goddard, Rewinding Your Body Clock. She'll be talking about natural healing method, method, methods for menopause and perimenopause. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.